everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim. And I'm Kyle. And Kim, you know what my favorite thing is? What? A a 70,000 hour tell-all. Especially <laughs> especially the end. The end of the tell-all is always the best episode of the season. I don't know why the entire season isn't just tell-alls. Make it a 17-part tell-all, you know? We don't even need to know them. Just throw them on stage. Get Barbara <laughs> on that. Honestly, you think that they would save, like, the most explosive part for the last tell-all? But they don't do that. They just, like, blow their load early, and then it tapers off into nothingness. I think that they're trying to contrast with the episode premiere or the season premiere of before the 90. And it's just going to seem that much better with this boring part three tell all. <laughs> but You know what we, re- what we really, really needed on this tell all was Chris's mom just coming <laughs> out and saying, Chris is, I like her and she's just, she's good. And Jamie's bad. And uh, thanks to nice to meet y'all. <laughs> I did appreciate the Monica appearance because I was like, how the hell is this woman going to defend herself? And, and she, she literally didn't. didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that. And I enjoyed Tim and Veronica attempting to host. Like it was so weird and awkward. And Tim's takes were almost as bad as Debbie's. I mean, really bad. Uh, really bad. <laughs> I don't know. Jamie gives me Jennifer vibes. I'm like, how? Because she's from a neighboring country and is moderately the same age. Like, they're, Kim, they're nothing alike. All, you are so, so stupid. <laughs> all females that currently inhabit <laughs> the borders of the country of Colombia are the same. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, my God. He really, like... Again, Jamie hasn't asked for shoes. She didn't ask for any gifts or material things. We didn't see. We saw her buy gifts for Chris. We didn't see Chris bring her a goddamn thing. And on Tim's season, we saw him loading up suitcases that came from Jennifer's shopping list. And, like, I don't even understand how these two situations are even remotely similar. All you have to know about Chris is that she counts all of the money she spent in Colombia generally, not even on plane tickets. She oh counts God. the hot dog she got walking yeah. down the street as an expense of the relationship. So that's all you need to know about her mindset on money. It's incredible. Nobody calls Chris out for how did you think you were going to make it work moving down there? nobody says you told Jamie to quit her job. Nobody asks her why she didn't pay the rent when she asked for the American kitchen and she was the reason they needed such an expensive apartment. Nobody, nobody talks about Jamie being an immigrant in Colombia and that it's more difficult for her to secure employment. Nothing. We didn't see Jamie walking and busting her butt. (laughs) What the fuck you God? Debbie has the worst fucking takes. Awful. Awful. Oh, she was infuriating this entire tell-all. She didn't even say anything funny. Except no. about Johan's giant dong in the first <laughs> part. That was it. She loves Johan. It's really funny. But she's, she's an uh, inspiration, Kim. You know. 
Jen only loves Debbie because Jen wants to fuck her son. And <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I God. mean, it's her future mother. Uh. What's not to love about Julian? Uh, truck balls. God, uh, lots of things. The, <laughs> Kim, the only product of this entire season was Gabe and Isabel getting married, and then. Jen banging Julian in the back <laughs> of a Dodge Ram. <laughs> I think Jen Jen is probably who do you think Jen's had more sex with now in the current day? Julian or Rishi in the last three uh, years? <laughs> stop it. Horrible. I'm just saying. These, these, I'm saying it right now. Every season of 90 Day Fiance should be nine episodes and one tell-all. Done. I don't know. I was, I was into 12 episodes of this season. I never got bored. You're, you're having recency bias because those nine episodes would have been even better. (laughs) You're wrong. I mean, I am all for newer new content more frequently. I agree. I might, I be, might be having I might be having recency bias, but I'm also having long term rage. <laughs> You're still you have trauma from HEA. I, thank you, have, you. Yeah, it's eighteen. Thank you for acknowledging my pain. <laughs> four part mega tell all with Big Ed and Angela. Horrible. I mean, it was a lot. It was hard. Those were tough days. They'll come back. You this know? was obviously a mile above that. Uh, we Absolutely. Didn't, they didn't follow Debbie and Jen getting wasted at a gin bar after the tell-all, thankfully. I would have liked that, actually. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Oh, man. Uh, put Debbie back on that fucking donkey. I mean, she her takes were horrible. She sided with the worst Americans, no matter how wrong they were, but then loved Johan. (laughs) (laughs) That was so funny to me. I don't know why. Because Danielle is a feminist. We can't have that. Yeah. We're not cool with that. Debbie is the anti feminist. I mean, honestly, again, nobody called out Danielle for anything she did the entire season at all nothing not one single second that tell all all the clips they showed pretty much everything was focused on shitting on johan the entire time who let's be clear is a man child and he sucks but they didn't even for once nobody called Danielle on anything real the entire time. It was just this amorphous, uh, you emasculated him and uh, you have his balls on your per- like weird, just weird shit. And then Danielle, I think, smartly turns it around and says, I would have been fine to be a, a trad wife, which I don't believe for a second, but it was a good comeback. If he fucking did anything besides try to sell rotten meat. (laughs) No mention of the butcher shop. None. So disappointing. Total failure on Sean Robinson's part. Episode two, by the way. I know. 
Uh, Not even a cursory, how's the butcher shop going? Nothing. So frustrating. um, How many recalls have been issued for your meat, your various meats? (laughs) The butcher shop was one of the funniest things about the entire season, too. It was so fucking funny. Where's Um, what what version of the Excel sheet are we on? How are your formulas (laughs) going, Danielle? (laughs) Have you made me wait? Yeah. Oh, I put it all in the computadora. Computadora. Have you made the switch? to numbers yet <laughs> what do you think about the take that johan says he pays half of all the bills in the rent laughable you don't think it's true uh, there's no evidence for that the the only thing the only thing that supports johan paying anything is kind of the counter of well, what the fuck is Danielle paying? She doesn't have any money either. That's that's what I was thinking. I was like, that I don't, doesn't could make any sense. Be true because <laughs> yeah. we have no proof that Danielle has any money. We only so, have proof of her insane debts to yeah. society, <laughs> which she's got well, to go back to, I guess. But I mean, not really society, a for-profit <laughs> toll corporation, but. <laughs> Which is a racket, to be fair. Talon, how did I in the season? I was just like, that's just some guy. He looked so good during this tell all. I was like, what is going on? When was Talon hot the whole time? I think you just hate pink shirts. I like pink. On he men, looks exactly I don't, maybe it's the a, same. <laughs> like really? Exactly the same. Yes. I was like, "That's Talon." I was like, "He looks great." <laughs> I have to say, like Danielle is slamming some hot ass. Like she's got Johan and then Talon. It's ridiculous. The, the, I, Kim, you missed out. You know, I've never. Uh, no, clearly, husband, I was doing something wrong when I was single. I don't know. I. I don't want to insult your husband, but you should have inserted a giant pink crystal into your (laughs) uterus 20 years ago and planted a banana tree. I mean, she must be doing something right. Look, I don't think either. I would never want to be in a relationship with either of these people, but they're pretty hot if you're just banging around, you know. Is Danielle literally proving that love potions work? (laughs) that this is real what other explanation could there be at this point (laughs) i need to go to the herbalist clearly i mean that is my issue so it's on me this is on me um god i monica doesn't even regret like not going to the wedding and it makes me so sad like she showed no remorse at all she made it all about her it was so bad it made every, the entire cast was like rolling their eyes at her too which is kind of funny nobody nobody was team monica not at all Zero i think sean robinson just <laughs> stunned by her fucking bullshit and it seems like i mean she's only she's only remorseful when she gets what she wants which yeah. is reconciliate i mean i do think that she wants to reconcile with gabe and she doesn't do literally a single thing to deserve gabe's forgiveness and she's only fake remorseful when 
The cameras are on her backstage and everything has actually worked out exactly as she wanted. She got to make her fucking dumb point and Gabe forgives her and now you're a happy family. So yeah, now I'm sorry. Okay. I mean, Gabe forgave her and hugged her. I thought that was very gracious of him. Totally. Yeah. I mean, he I can't identify not. with one forgiving my sister for anything, but no, especially like not going to your wedding. I just that's, that's what yeah. did Gabe say? You could have like shot me in the head and like kicked me in the face and I still would have gone to your wedding or something along those lines, broken my arm and kicked yeah. me in the face. I was like, yeah, like pretty much. All you have to do is go and show up. Well, I couldn't stop crying. Okay, come on, man. It's pathetic. The the whole bizarre communication thing was really strange, but it's even stranger for her to justify that as a reason to not go. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, it was really... Oh, well, I didn't know your... If I had known your mom made me a bridesmaid dress, then I would have gone. Really? I, if I would have known that people were thinking about me and doing yeah. things for me, I would have gone. If I, if I would have known that this would have been more about me, I would have totally been there. Basically, <sighs> yeah. she made it all about her. I don't know. She's pretty insufferable. Wait, uh, Nicole and Mahmoud again, because uh, we again. didn't have enough of them the last 12 episodes of this tell-all. <laughs> um, but let's bring in Ahmed um, to ruin any goodwill that we may have had toward him in the past. <laughs> uh, right? Why are these two, like, cracking up? They are it's bizarre. cracking up. It's bizarre. Is there... I, I do, you know... I, I do wonder if there is a cultural thing that we're missing here, but man, uh, that's not a good look. And, oh. and even if it like, there's a part of me that thinks, okay, if his whole family reacts like this, uh, that's odd, but I'm willing to accept that. What is, what, what is strange though is, you married someone that finds that deeply offensive and uncomfortable, but you still continue to do it in spite of that. You know, that mm -hmm. that's that's what always bugs the shit out of me. Like you can say, okay, this is my personality, but you chose to marry someone that finds that really problematic and, and strange. And there's no effort. There's not there's not even an they didn't even like apologize. Like, yeah, I'm sorry, I know that's kind of strange. But it's just the way that we deal with uncomfortable situations. They didn't even do that. They just kept laughing. Um, yeah, it's bizarre. And and again, not not really any refutation from Mahmoud about this Chinese woman at all. Nothing. No. He just he, he basically admits it. Like, yeah, we were talking. I was asking about a TV, and uh, it's so strange. Again, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like a Chris maneuver. They. Do no explaining. They just mm -hmm. do something so strange and uncomfortable that everyone just kind of moves on. Again, they just there, there's not there's no follow ups. Nobody presses him on anything because he just laughs and they're like, "Uh, okay, I guess we're not getting anywhere with this." Um, let's have Debbie chime in about how they're not malicious. Okay, okay Deb, thanks. Mm -hmm. Thank you, cultural Egyptian expert Debbie. 
it, you should ask you should ask Julian's opinion on it. I'm sure he would have like deep <laughs> insights. Yeah, I this it's just really weird. I mean, I it's almost like Ahmed is that his name or is it Ahmed? Mahmoud and Ahmed are like in cahoots about this. And the fact that it was like a Chinese woman, I just wonder if, if there's some connection through his in-laws Fatima. or his wife. Yeah. yeah. Like it just seemed weird um, that there was no explanation about it. And, and Mahmoud even admits, yeah, I asked her, her age. Yeah. I asked some inappropriate things. No, I wouldn't be okay. If Nicole had had this conversation with the stranger, he fully admits that right. he's just like really laughing. It's very weird. And it's funny. Um, um yeah. it's funny how, when he was asked, how would he feel if Nicole was chatting with some dude online and he says not happy. It's interesting how they didn't laugh about that. There's no. no nervous laughter there. Nope. There's no nervous laughter when he's pissed off about what Nicole's wearing. Just when he does something, it's, I don't know. It. I did not like it. There was no I, nervous laughter this entire cringy-ass tell-all. Yeah. I did think it was fucking hilarious when Sean Robinson opened up with, Ahmed, why do Nicole and Mahmoud argue? And he said, they don't even know each other. <laughs> <laughs> they know nothing about each other and it takes time. Great marriage foundation. Awesome. I Good know. work, everyone. Yeah. I mean, we have to watch that whole pool like fight again where they're fighting in the street and she is pissed. Nicole said that was like the hardest day ever in Egypt. So I'm so glad the camera crew was there to catch it because as we know, sometimes they miss things and it's very frustrating. What, but. what, it, Kim, as we discussed in evidence, I don't even think this is a spoiler. The season's over. Mahmoud's here. Yeah. Is Mahmoud a genius? Because how so? Because if this was his plan all along to get to the United States, he had to do literally nothing to get here. He, <laughs> he, he winked worked, at a girl in the market, Kyle. Yeah, he winked at a girl and then he married her in three days at someone else's wedding, mind you. <laughs> And then just bangs her at his mom's house a couple times, make, just demands that she changes. He's been in her presence for probably a grand total of seven months, and he gaslit her so hard. This is a theory. He, he gaslit her into, into believing that he loved her and that she was the problem and that it was all about the clothes, and he manipulated her into believing that, you know... It's just because you can't handle Egypt, honey. So maybe I should, you know, and then she, he he like fucking inceptioned her into <laughs> believing that the only solution was to bring him to the United States. If this was the plan, he's a goddamn genius. He is. Yeah. I mean, I never got the, the feeling that he even wanted to come here. But if that was his plan the whole time, he's pretty good at hiding his real intentions. I mean... Yeah, I. Do you think he like winked at multiple? That's like, 
That's like 18 layers of tinfoil right there. (laughs) (laughs) How many, how many women on eat, pray, love spiritual journeys in Egypt do you think he winked at before he got one to respond? Yeah. How many, how many did this not work on before he found Nicole? That's a valid question. At at least like 60. I don't know. It worked on Nicole. Is that, is that really all it takes? Ah, I just. Tall, not, not an uggo, you know? Yeah. Egypt. There you go. That's all it is. That was basically love- the plot of Eat, Pray, Love, right? <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. I didn't read go it. Go somewhere else and find not ugly man. <laughs> so I love when Gabe just like chimes in unprompted and said, words from my wife. Mahmoud has everything yeah. in a man I would never want. <laughs> Here we go. I'm Here like, we go. All right. Nicole should get a divorce. And again, a lot of people think that Nicole set Gabe up to to like kind of go at Mahmoud, which I don't I don't put past her, really. I mean, she knows Gabe, she can't go after him. Gabe begins his his preaching with um fucking he he told he goes fire marshal bill. Let me tell you something. Let me show you something. <laughs> And and then they cut to they cut to Rishi's face for a half second. I just texted you. <laughs> I just texted you a screenshot I took with my phone. His face is great. <laughs> it just looks like he smelled. <laughs> Rishi's face looks like he just smelled an enormous pile of cow shit. He's yeah. like, oh god, He's here like, we go. Oh, oh. We haven't done this eight times yet. Um but here's where this this was one of my favorite parts where Gabe is going on and on. You have to divorce. And then he and Ahmed get into this dumb and kind of stupid back and forth. But then there's a part where even Chris and Danielle are dunking hardcore <laughs> on Mahmoud. And I found yeah. this really enjoyable. Chris points out that Ahmed, he's acting different when you're around. And that's why he's fielding all these questions and being calm about it. And Mahmoud responds, oh, yeah, I mean, look, I'm I'm being nice because my wife was crying earlier and that's all. And so she responds with like a really good comeback, which is, (laughs) oh, so you're just being totally fucking fake. Yeah. And and he just mumbles something about I'm not fake. And then the best line, I think, of the entire episode goes to danielle sorry she says well how about you try to just not be an asshole (laughs) and that was funny yes that's it that's what this has always been about it has nothing to do with islam or being a muslim it has everything to do with you being a fucking dick and a bad husband yeah i know it's he says you know i'm just i'm not being an asshole to the cast right now because my wife got sad and that's it at the face that he makes when Chris starts like ta- talking poorly about him and he does the like me 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 like face is embarrassing that's like what my brother did when we were 10 years old you know it's, it's bad so really bad um but you know what's Debbie's take Kim <laughs> let's check in with old Deb Debbie says, uh, it's not a malicious laughter. It's a nervous <sighs> laughter. And, and I think that they can. She thinks re- Danielle's being, Danielle's being too judgmental. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. 
Ben Mahmood says religion is between God and the individual. When Sean asks, like, what do you think about, you know, what are you going to do in the States when Nicole's wearing what she's wearing now? And he's like, well, you know, and I'm like, wait, what? What? He falls back on on that. Yeah, he falls back on this thing that he's done several times, which is to say, I'm just asking her. I'm not forcing. That's up that's yeah. between her and God. I just ask. I don't force. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. the second that she doesn't, he literally threatens divorce every yeah. every time that this comes up. So yeah, he's not holding a gun to her head or something, but that's pretty close to the definition of forcing. Especially yeah. when she's not even in her own country. Well, we're not going to solve this today, Kyle. Thank you, right. Ahmed and Mahmoud. Thank you. We wish Thank you, the you best. everyone. Yeah. Tim and Veronica, how do you feel? We hate Mahmoud. Great. Let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> so Monica is here now to talk with Gabe. <sighs> Hi, Monica. This Hi. is <laughs> stupid. She looks, I have to say this. She looks great. Oh yeah. The dress looks Loved good. Loved her dress. She looks yeah. just like her mom. She is a spitting image of her mother. She's gorgeous, but she is pissed. So this is her. Re- she's pissed that Gabe said, Gabe told her that she's the reason that all of his past relationships have failed. That's what she's mad about. She's still mad about it. She was so mad about it a year ago at this point that she couldn't have gone to their wedding. And I'm just like, they start immediately like fighting like siblings, you know, Gabe and and Monica. You did it. You did it. And we don't ever talk. You just send me memes. I don't send you memes. We talk on the phone every day. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, we don't really talk. I'm like, oh, please stop. This is unwatchable. It's so bad. Terrible. I feel like I'm watching Bluey like fight with Bingo. I it's mean, it's Bart horrible. and Lisa fighting. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the the real like ultimately, it seems like her excuse is this combination of I was mad, but also I was crying so much I couldn't have possibly come to your wedding. I'm not going to show up to your wedding crying. Uh, okay. So you have absolutely no control of your emotions as a grown ass adult woman that you That's can't, really that you can't like lock that away for tomorrow. You're just going to show up and you're still going to be bawling. She's, she's a child. It says everybody is rolling their eyes so hard. I wonder why we didn't get Randy's take on this one. Where did Randy go? Come on. (laughs) She had business. She had business elsewhere. She had to be in a hot pocket in Tijuana. Okay. Danielle actually makes a good point here when she says, why didn't you just talk to Gabe about it? And like the horror. Excuse me. Communicate. And then she goes on to shit on them for bad communication for 20 minutes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I, it does sound like they don't communicate at all. Like so strange. (laughs) The fact that she didn't know she was supposed to be a bridesmaid and like this dress was being made for her. Like nobody told her it's very weird. I wonder if Isabel 
talks a lot to Gabe and Gabe says, see, see, see. But really she thinks that she told him something and Gabe doesn't understand, but he doesn't tell her he doesn't understand. I fully buy that Gabe is terrified by confrontation. Yeah. And I think he also, yeah. And I think he also feels a little bit self-conscious because I don't know if this is true, but I think that he's convinced himself that his sister is smarter than him and he doesn't want to confront her because she does, you know, verbal Kung Fu and makes him feel dumb all the time. Mm -hmm. And, and so, but that's, that's a really strange reason to not tell her just facts like the color for the wedding is pink and there's a dress being made for you. So we're going to get your measurement. Like what is, what is confrontational about that? It's really, maybe, maybe she already had bought the dress and he didn't want to make her mad, but yeah. I don't, if you, but then you can, uh, it's just strange. It's very weird. I, I mean, they did hype this up. I, I don't know if Gabe does this intentionally or if he's just like good at hyping things for TV, but he says, well, Monica said something nasty about Isabel the night before the wedding. And we never hear it. I was shocked. I was, I was like, Oh my God, everybody's going to hate her so much being Monica because everybody loves Isabel. And then the mean thing was like, it was that she just, the mean thing was what Monica said about like their relationship. And they both admit it. Monica said, that was it. Oh, what's, it's two I thought, in the morning. I thought, I thought they glossed over it or they just dropped no. that because that I didn't even put that together that that was the mean thing. Really? Yeah. That like, oh, you know, if it causes <sighs> problems in your relationship, Gabe, that I'm going to leave the bar before Isabel gets here, then that's a problem with your relationship, not with me. And I mean, that's off, totally just true. <laughs> if that, if, you know, I yeah. don't, I, I think that's just implicit, but that's the mean thing, really? All Gabe said is Isabel's going to be mad that you left. And I'm like, how does that how is that a reflection on their relationship? I would be pissed if I made the effort to go all the way to some bar and then the person like left as as I got there, you know, the day before I, my wedding. Her I think her point was that if Isabel blamed Gabe for that that is on their relationship, not her. Sure. I mean, which first which of just all, is just it just feels like that's a, a, a truism. Like I don't I don't get why that's a the mean thing. Yeah, me neither. But Monica, I feel like is exaggerating or lying about the story because she said it was two in the morning and the bar closed down. I was like, bars don't close in Medellin at two in the morning. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> why? Why? If you're Isabel. I mean, I guess, I guess staying up late is a, it's a different culture there. 2.30, is that even late in Medellin? I don't know. I don't know. But if, if someone's like, come over, it's 2.30, I would be like, I'm calling emergency services because why are you waking <laughs> me up? Who fucking died? What? Who's dying? I know. I would be pissed, especially the night before my wedding. I'm assuming the wedding, if the wedding's on a Saturday, this is Friday night. It's just, I don't think that that's that late in Medellin, but I don't know. Nobody's on Monica's side here. No, not a single person defends her at all. And Isabel says, like, this is still, like, such a shitty excuse to have missed the wedding. Like, 
Yeah. I I mean, Jamie has the best line. She says, that's a pretty harsh revenge. <laughs> I liked that. It's just it's just nonsensical, all of it. So Yeah. I mean Monica and, and just the, keeps the whole, attacking Gabe. Yeah, the sibling rivalry thing is so Ugh. It it just was it felt like a total waste of the audience's time. I don't know. And then, but just, then of course there's reconciliation. Everyone's fine, everyone's happy. Yay, hug it out. I felt like these were fake tears. I'm sorry. Like fake 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 tears i i don't know i just she is not really crying gabe forgives her he deserves a trophy i couldn't believe that he forgave her honestly do you think this whole thing was fake do you think it was fake no i don't think think she was actually there and then wasn't there she wasn't there yeah maybe she was i mean that would be like a whole different level of fakery if she was actually there (laughs) yeah that's pretty bad you think you would think that some digital photo would have emerged sure 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 you know but who knows well veronica and tim can't believe that monica didn't go to the wedding monica was trying to steal gabe and isabel's thunder and tim points out that gabe sucks at community communication but that still doesn't mean you don't go to your siblings wedding thanks tim for the hot hot take so glad you're there buddy um (laughs) jen has this interlude where she's it's finally started to hit her how (laughs) what rishi's mom said was so gnarly yeah. I mean, we are cracking up, but this is finally <laughs> like hitting her. And then she just starts dropping F bombs. Um, fuck you. Fuck your mom. Fuck her. Which She's I liked it. This, I thought this was a riveting scene. It was great. This takes me back to like episode one when we saw Jen like wasted during COVID, like locked up in her house, <laughs> totally. sending messages to Rishi. Like, I oh, love man. you. I miss you. Don't leave me. I totally love going dar- like full Darcy. You never loved me. Get <laughs> out of my life. <laughs> it's so great. I just, this, yeah, she's pissed. She's so irritated that his mom called her an oldie. She's like screaming at Rishi. Like, you, I will never, never, we will never, never speak again. Never, ever, never. It's like, okay, okay, he gets it. Rishi's explanation. <laughs> it's so good. Like, I, look, if you think about it, I understand what he's saying, but what his words are literally, his words are literally, she's a proper housewife that doesn't know how to talk to people. (laughs) She's been locked inside a house and doesn't interact with humans. She's a dumb, dumb, proper housewife's like, I wish you were never leave the house and don't even know how to talk to people. (laughs) It's really good. I, I know what he means. Like his mom, his mom has a, her world is small. 
She right. doesn't go on TV talking to millions of people. She doesn't talk to foreign women. She just I don't think she's on her, social media. Yeah, to her it's not controversial to be like she's old. What? Like this that's is not like the controversial whole controversial or Right. This is what we've talked about with South America and just calling people fat. Yeah. It's just what what? Look. Look, you have eyes? What's the issue? <laughs> They're like, I'm stating a fact. She right. is old. Like, she's too old for you. And, like, that is her reality. So I get it. I don't think she's trying to be mean to Jen or or disrespectful. She just, in her, the way that she was taught in her world, Jen is too old for Rishi, period. And that's it. It's just the reality. She's just being direct. But. I'm starting to second guess if I can be with him. <laughs> really? Oh. Just now? We were huh. second guessing a year ago when you were in India. What would it have taken for you to fucking second guess? So this entire time with Randy and Myra berating you, there was no second guessing until just now. There wasn't second guessing when you broke up with him. Okay. I love that while this is happening, the rest of the cast is like in that little break talking room shit. <laughs> yeah. talking shit. And Debbie's like, Rishi's two faced. I don't like that guy. And Danielle is the only one that has any context here. That's like, well, he'd have to go against his family. That's pretty hard for, you know, him to do in his culture. She's the only person that points out that he's, He's probably a decent guy. Yeah. And she feels some empathy for him. Um, yeah. Uh, and and Jen, Jen admits on camera that she knows that this is not his fault. Yeah. And, and Debbie, I think, says she, she wants to kick Rishi in the balls. I don't know. I might have written but, that down wrong. I might have no. uh, expanded on that. But I think she said something like that. She said, I would, if I could, I would use these boots for something other than walking. Okay. I don't know. Okay. Something uh -huh. like she implies Some she would like to make <laughs> contact Debbie. with her yeah. boot and Rishi's right. balls. Yes. Yeah. It's a very yeah. Southern way of saying kick in the nuts uh, because you can never say anything that's literally true. It always has to yeah. be euf euphemisms about assault. That's That's the way that you express yourself. It's fine. Time to go back to set. Oh, wait. Jen's not here. Rishi, what happened? Where's Jen? Rishi is literally across the fucking world. And Sean Robinson is pretending they just have no idea where Jen is or what's going on. <laughs> Jen was giving Julian a hand job. <laughs> How great would it have been if Jen was actually like if they gave them alcohol like they did during the HEA tell all and she was making out with Julian like wasted in the break room? Oh, that would have been great. She's doing the old Oklahoma tug tug. <laughs> I don't think that's a thing. How do you know? He'll know what it is. Yeah, he'll know if it's a thing. Um, yeah, I I don't know. People again, they have the same stupid takes. Like he needs to defy his mother. Uh, Danielle thinks he's a good man, and so Jen, where does the relationship stand? <laughs> no answer. Nobody <laughs> knows. 
I just don't know if we can get past this. Girl, we had this conversation last year when you were filming, which was literally a year before this tell-all was filmed. What do you Randy's, mean you don't know? Randy's enraged. She, she should has be. to be. Yeah, this is ridiculous. I agree with Tim. Tim, this is the only good take Tim has the entire tell-all, which is they need to accept that this is a wrap. There's just too many obstacles. And, you know, what does a happy ending even look like for these two? There's no version of a happy ending. Like, they just need to be friends. That's the happiest thing they can hope for and just move the fuck on. Yeah. And then we get another break because Jen is so upset. <sighs> and Gabe, Gabe is a shitster. I kind of love that about him because people tend to trust him too. So they like yeah. tell him too much information, which is great. And Gabe says, like, how long are you going to wait? I don't think this is your person. And this is when Jen... <laughs> I'm not letting any opportunities pass me by. I mean, maybe I gave my phone number to someone. <laughs> so Jen, Jen's down to fuck, but, um, you know, <laughs> Jamie have, after being ghosted, you know, she's a cheater. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. I, I thought Jen and Rishi were engaged. Uh, <sighs> Rishi did. <laughs> and then we have uh then we're wrapping Wait. up this entire season sorry quick question what else what else jen and julian do you think they're going to be on single life no 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 you don't no. think now she's an oldie might as well be a hundred this guy they have oldies on that show they had debbie no julian's not into her he's just being nice you don't think so <gasps> no come oh, on i think Julian is okay. at the fucking truck stop drinking Bud. No, not drinking Bud Light anymore. Uh, drinking Coors Light. He's nailing what is. Yeah. I don't think you Julian. Think? Julian, I don't think has any problems in fucking Mississippi or wherever the fuck they are. I don't think Julian's got any game. He's a cop. He doesn't have to have game. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, like, what does Jen say? He just he doesn't look bad and he's a he has a profession he's a profession. Yes, he's a professional. He's a job. Okay. That's the bar. He's not not <laughs> not hideous has job. That's it. I she says, "Kyle, I could actually have a conversation with him." And and he he's my age. I don't think not, Jen remembers her own age. She's like 15 years older than Julian. At minimum. Yeah. And she says he's my age. I think Jen is delusional a little bit. She totally thinks that she's like delusional. 38. I know. <laughs> totally delusional. I kind of respect it. <laughs> <sighs> so so um, it, it's fitting that we end the season with Danielle and <laughs> Johan, isn't it? Um, and Taylin. Don't forget Taylin. And Taylin. Just for a moment, I want to list out some of the things that Johan said this tell-all about their relationship <laughs> and then end with Danielle's thoughts on their relationship status. Okay. Johan, quote, 
I'm not happy. She has pictures of her ex in her house. She said bad things about me to an ex lover. It will cost you badly. Uh, you are not a partner with respect and love. Our relationship is worthless. <laughs> uh, she can have all her friends and ex lovers. What do I care? On my mother, I'm serious. I have no motivation to keep this relationship going at all. Uh, Danielle, what are your thoughts on where the relationship stands? Well, I still want to be together and we'll see. He sa- he says the relationship <sighs> is a zero out of 10. A zero, zero out of 10. Yeah. And she's like, I'll never leave him. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, I thought it was Tim- really, f- I thought it was great that all of the Latin people agree with Johan. <laughs> about all of I this. know. I know. It was great. They, they all call it respect too. It's really weird. Isabel, Jamie, um every everyone Veronica kind of <laughs> everyone's like fuck this lady. <laughs> but they won't really go out. They don't really go after her that hard at all though. And and no. again, they don't go after Danny for any of the specifics. Like browbeating him into getting a sick apartment and then shitting on him for not being able to pay for it. Nobody talks about that at all. Nobody. Yeah. No. Nobody nobody really says anything bad about it. it. Apparently, she's a hero because she threw a birthday party for Johan. That That's it. She got a okay. cake. Hashtag hero. Oh my god, I forgot about the fucking cake scene. That was so absurd. Um But Tim I mean, Tim thinks that they're a great couple. They're just a couple issues. They could work it out. <laughs> Danielle does bring stress into the relationship. Uh Debbie really wants them to stay together. Which is very confusing because I thought she was team Johan. Johan collapsed his hands after they're like after debbie Debbie says that relaying her opinion yeah debbie says that danielle was insulting and disrespectful and johan all but stands up and claps uh he, he really gives an enthusiastic endorsement of that take um yeah uh i didn't like the description of like an ex is a what did debbie call him a fun a fun bunny guy. A or fun, bunny. Like that. <laughs> fun bunny. Fun <laughs> bunny. Yeah. God. Those are guys that you have fun with. And I'm like, Debbie, you can just say like they're bang friends or like fuck buddies. Like, I don't know Miss what she was Debbie trying to talk about. enjoys an enormous hog as much as the next <laughs> Southern lady. It's that Ohio accent coming out again. I've had some fun bunnies in my past. She absolutely hasn't. Debbie definitely <laughs> hasn't. She needs to have some fun bunnies, maybe. Um, uh, did you? I, I loved Danielle. Whenever Danielle talks about herself, it's hysterical. I'm so unique. Nobody <laughs> else is me. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Ugh. Uh, what? <laughs> Would it be, Isabel, would it be okay if Gabe met up with a former lover and uh-uh. went to see that person uh-uh. without you? <laughs> Gabe, 
<laughs> Cape's like, we don't have to, I can answer that question. The answer no is gracias. absolutely fucking no. <laughs> <laughs> muy, muy mal. <laughs> but I mean, uh, Danielle is sticking to her guns. She's like, who said somebody said, made the comment. Danielle, you tell Johan what to do all the time, and you're like always bossing him around and trying to control him. He asked you not to do one simple thing, and you just couldn't do it. Well, yeah, and it, to 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 be fair to Tim for his initial stupid take, it seems like Tim and to some degree Veronica come around to Johan's side during this. Yeah, yeah, because he, first of all, Tim says, "Yeah, that would have ruined my birthday too," and. And Tim is the one that said, this is just too one-sided. You, even if Johan's wrong, you never listen to his feelings at all. And then Tim and Veronica both agree that you have to prioritize your partners over your friendships. And if you can't handle that, if that's too much for you, then you should break up. I loved it when Sean Robinson brought up that Tim and Veronica are exes, but they hang out all the time. They literally are good. attached to the that, was, that was that good. was fair. That was totally yeah. fair. Um, but but we know this boundaries, kind of, though, don't we? Do you? What? Do you, Tim, no. walking men out to the car <laughs> after Veronica's dates? <sighs> yeah. Um, this kind of reminds me of the Carlos and Valentine debate on love and paradise where oh, yeah. it's about do you put your partner over your friends even if they're your partner's being unreasonable about it yeah 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 you know me I'm, is, I'm, yes i'm right or die the answer is yes or break up yeah and and if, if breaking up might be the right thing to do if the, if they're really unreasonable about it but yeah i i have to say i still come back to the fact I wouldn't like if I had only been with a boyfriend or a husband for like a year and I was and he was fucking some like super hot person immediately before that. And then he wanted to hang out with them. And they didn't break up for any real reason either. Yeah. I'd be like, I would be uncomfortable with it. Right. Yeah. And it's not like I would even think oh, they're going to cheat on me. It would just be, I don't really want them hanging out with some hot person. They were fucking like 10 months ago. I don't know. Yeah, it's a reason. I, yeah, like maybe this is this is unreasonable and maybe it is an insecurity thing. But I think, yeah, I would also think like, what is this, what is this person giving you that I'm not? When it's that recent, I don't know. It's just... Someone going just through town is not a good enough reason to throw away your partner's feelings. And if those feelings are that disturbing to you, you need to work that out. But, and I don't, and I do think that Johan was a little bit, but again, this is a cultural thing too. Literally every person south of Texas like is on Johan's side about this. All of them are. Everybody, every single person. But this is a cultural thing. This isn't just him being a misogynist that wouldn't let his his woman out of the kitchen or something. Although Mm -hmm. I don't put that past him either. 
<laughs> but this is something you have to work through instead of just saying, fuck your feelings, I'm doing whatever I want. Yeah, and people do have unreasonable feelings sometimes. That doesn't mean that they're not real feelings. <laughs> I don't right. know. Yeah. Hello, lovely listeners. Are you sad that this podcast is just about over? Do you need something to listen to while you're gardening or going on long walks this spring and summer or cooking or cleaning the house? If you want to listen to Kyle and I talk about the absurdity of the 90-day franchise of shows and occasionally some other reality TV for even more hours every week, sign up for our premium podcast feed either via Patreon or with our 30-second sign-up on Supercast. So easy. It's $5 a month. It's extremely easy to sign up for and add to the podcast app of your choice. You'll get an extended version of this podcast weekly, about one and a half to two hours long, and our B-Sides episode, which drops on Wednesday, where we discuss more night. 90 Day Gossip, any other 90 Day shows that are currently airing right now, that's Love in Paradise, which is on Discovery Plus. Uh, and we're also covering uh, right now You and Me and My Ex, Match Me Abroad, and we'll be covering Single Life and 90 Day UK when it comes out this summer. You'll also get full access to our complete archive podcast catalog. So what are you waiting for? Treat yourself. It's five bucks. It was just Mother's Day. You deserve this. Visit realitycraycray.com to sign up now. That's realitycraycray.com. Who was your favorite couple this season? Who do you think was like the best? Fuck. You know, uh, maybe this is a hot take, but I think I got to say Jen and Rishi. I, I fucking agree. Yeah. Um, so many good scenes they brought drama they had the best ancillary characters by far it's it's a tough love story you can see both sides of the equation you got culture shock you got an american that actually seems sort of competent which is a change um yeah she seems like she gets along fine in jaipur so that's not even part of the drama so it's more relationship drama and cultural traditions and family issues then you have americans just showing up taking care of business it was it was pretty entertaining we got the deep v t-shirt when we were like shopping for clothes you get a fake catfishing storyline wife school oil in the hair but no sex no sex the whole time that Remember that dance instructor, Jen's friend, the like wild dance instructor? Astrology. Oh, the astrologist was hilarious. It was just, it was a great, you're right. Best ancillary characters and just the whole dramatic scene of like Patriot Matchmaker dropping that shit with Bindia on the family. Horrifying. So like the whole thing, it was very dramatic though. I think they, they win for best best yeah. storyline. And yeah. you know what what the cherry on top though is is that they actually did have a lot of love for each other. Yes. Like they were a real couple. It wasn't fake. It wasn't ulterior motives. Like they really really were into each other. And so, I don't know, it it was also like authentic. So, yeah. But do you think we'll see any of these people again besides Nicole and Mahmoud, which we know we're going to see again? God, I feel like there's probably, uh, I bet you they'll pay Danielle to fly back to DR and 
we'll see the breakup. It'll be an entire fucking season. You of think? HEA of HEA, perhaps. Yeah. I was gonna it's say just, like, it's left open enough. Yeah. Gabe and Isabel are like really beloved, I think. And so I wonder if they do like HEA with them, but it would be really boring. I think they need but they did that with Kenny and Armando, you know? I and think yeah, I mean I I suspect if they do have another season, it'll only be if they if as Isabel gets a tourist visa. Mm-hmm. Uh and then there'll just be Florida drama, right? Uh, with, with this Monica. second, I mean, they kind of opened up the door with this second uh, wedding discussion. So I think it's possible, but I kind of feel like it's more likely they'll be relegated to the Discovery Plus talk. now Max um, follow up <laughs> bullshit shows like Sean Robinson Presents or whatever the fuck that show was. That show um, hasn't been on in like three years. I know. Yeah. Are those dead? Are all those like follow up shows dead? Yeah. They're so cheap to produce. Why wouldn't they just keep going? I mean, single life is objectively better and just as cheap. So and good. and now and now apparently they're making ninety day marriage boot camp. So I don't know. Maybe they've pivoted. I just had a terrifying thought. Hit us. Is Chris gonna be on single life? Fuck. Stop it. No. Didn't they no do way. didn't they put Angela on single life? Ugh. I can't remember. Angela, you you mean you have to admit she's more entertaining than Chris. Oh, you're right. Chris is just such a wah wah wah. They would put yeah. Debbie on single life though. Oh, absolutely. But Debbie, I but see Debbie that. doesn't really date. She doesn't like make out or you know. And even Debbie, Debbie could be, was like Debbie very could be clear on, that she wanted to fuck, you know? She could be on Match Me Abroad. She That'd be could. funny. <laughs> she could. That show needs some her spice, on too. Weird dates. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I loved this season. I thought it was a great season. Even though we got the three part tell all, it's pretty par for the course nowadays. So it wasn't like a big surprise. I just. I don't know. Before the 90 has some big shoes to fill, this was a great season of toe. I agree. Uh, most of the episodes went by quickly. We had some really funny moments. Some of the storylines didn't land, but that's every season. Overall, good stuff. Stop doing three-part tell-alls. Um, <laughs> they could have cut it down. But overall, good stuff. I agree. Can't, can't wait week. for before the 90. One week, Kyle. We're going to be in before the 90 next week. I'm so pumped. Ugh. Good stuff. Thanks, Can't guys, wait. for listening. Thanks for listening. Be back next week with Before the 90. Talk to you then. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.